Breakthrough for Manchester City! Midway through the second half! And Rodri blasts them into the lead! Time stood still for a moment as the ball ran kindly for the tall Spaniard. It needed a firm, true, sweet strike of the ball. And that's what Rodri provided. Manchester City lead. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Two Halves Podcast. My name is Jackson and I'll again be your host for the for the evening. Across from me I got James, another one of our co-hosts. James, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. And then to my right I got Mike. Hey Jackson, how are you? I'm doing great. So we'll kick this podcast off a little differently. Um, usually we have an agenda that we're working through. Today we do not. Uh, we've been caught up in some of the festivities here in Kansas City over the past week that I'm sure we'll talk about, but it's kind of hard to keep up with soccer th- this week. So we'll do what we can and talk about what we what, what we do have, but we'll sort of be all over the place in terms of that. But uh, over the past few days, what all have y'all been watching soccer-wise or non-soccer-wise? Uh, Champions League. So we're down to 16 teams from 32. Uh, I honestly just caught highlights of Manchester City, Copenhagen. And then the other uh, interesting matchup was Bayern Munich lost to some team that's like seventh place in Serie A. And they lost 1-0 and people in Germany are panicking. So that's always fun. It's great because they have Harry Kane and I'm noted Harry Kane hater here. So that's good for me. Uh, James, what have you been watching? Um, I saw a rumor that Mbappe is actually talking to Barca rather than Real Madrid. So that'll be interesting to see if that yeah. happens. Yeah, I also saw rumors that he might come to Sporting KC. Uh, Shut up, Jackson. Good depth piece for the God, team. God, right? let's hope so. <laughs> we could really use his speed on the wings when Shallowy goes out, right? People on Twitter love adding Sporting Kansas City for these ridiculous <laughs> players. Like, yeah, we're not getting these people. Yeah. I mean, uh, we were pretty close with Ronaldo. Allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. This yeah. close. Yeah, yeah. we're that <laughs> the second the second best offer he had, allegedly. Um Yeah, I admittedly haven't watched any soccer this past week. Um I don't really know what's going on. I watched some of the Waste Management Phoenix Open Golf Tournament. That's always one of my favorites. And then, of course, I watched the Super Bowl and spent some time making food for that. So I didn't really have much time this weekend to really watch some soccer. But keeping up on Twitter, seeing what's going on, you know, the best way to inform yourself. So I'm sure I'll have some great takes based on that. The Wasted Management Tournament. Yeah. Yeah. So that that is a huge debacle they almost like tripled their arrest from the previous year this year so is that a positive statistic or negative i don't know <laughs> depends on who you ask but i saw a clip and yeah. some guy was like crawling through the mud like it looked like i don't know where he'd been but it wasn't good it was yeah it was a disaster. a disaster um i'm happy to talk about golf all day but i don't think that's what our listeners want so we can keep things moving uh we can go into our recurring segment that coldest moment of the week depends on how y'all define this, if I I can go ahead and kick this one off. Um, so my coldest moment of the week is obviously not going to be soccer related. I'm going to give it to Michael Sarah for his Sarah V Super Bowl commercial. It was the funniest commercial I've seen in a long time. Made me laugh. I think Super Bowl commercials as a whole really took a step up this year. I was I was impressed with a lot of them and actually enjoyed watching them for the first time in a while this year. So, but yeah, the best one goes to Michael Sarah. Big Michael Sarah fan, so I was, I was excited to see that. I think my coldest moment of the week, also not soccer related, but American football related, 
was the Chiefs beating the 49ers in the last, like, three seconds of the overtime. Heck, yeah. Yeah. Kansas great. City, great win. Two-time, yep. three-time, back-to-back. I did I did consider giving my coldest moment of the week to Kyle Shanahan, the coach of the 49ers, for not knowing the overtime rules. I, that is wildly <laughs> impressive as a football coach to just – not no like the players all admitted too there's like yeah we don't know the rules i'm like yo this is outstanding like how are you a professional he was like ah we don't need to know that it's such an nfl thing yeah. i feel like a little bit too that would not happen in soccer european soccer these coaches know enough about the sport to yeah. know the rules yeah uh i'll say my coldest moment is Lionel messi i'll stick with the super bowl theme I do know the goals from the Champions League games. There were some nice games, but Lionel Messi saw a Super Bowl commercial, pinging a pass to a cruise ship, dancing around a beach, and it was a pretty cool commercial. I liked it. Yeah, yeah, that was, it was interesting. I don't think did he even speak like a word. Nah, no, he doesn't yeah. need he to. Spoke, he spoke Michelob Ultra, and that was the only thing he spoke in that entire. Dude, I'm drinking yeah. Michelob Ultra now, though. I think we had a few Michelob Ultras yesterday. Yeah, in Coors Light. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yesterday was obviously the Super Bowl parade here in Kansas City. So we all went to that. It was pretty fun. Um, took up a lot of time. Anything? Any thoughts there? It was fun until it wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I saw more of the action. I think you guys did, but uh, I was over in the area before the actual th- shooting happened, and then thank the Lord I, I left. Um, a few minutes before it started and it was at Crown Center. But uh, really interesting keeping all the people who were affected by it and my thoughts and prayers and stuff like that. Definitely. Thoughts out to everyone, and specifically Lisa Lopez Galvan, who was the woman killed during the mass shooting. Uh, mother of two, a beautiful lady. Uh, her brother was actually involved or is involved with the Guadalupe Center's in Kansas City, which provides services to Latino Americans uh, in the city. Just a very sad situation, and we just want to express our condolences to her family and the entire Latino community. That story before anyone else knew it, and it was sad, but... Yep. Slumber moment in Kansas City, uh, mm-hmm. but hopefully... It'll be a healing process, yeah. and we'll, we'll come together and be stronger, hopefully. So. Yep. Um, outside of that, these past couple of days sort of have been flooded in the soccer front and the U.S. soccer front with some MLS jersey releases for the coming year. Uh, we'll go ahead and take some time to talk about some of these. Um, initial, I mean, we'll just kick it off. What are some initial thoughts, initial reactions from seeing all these come out over the past couple of days? I like the majority of them. I think they're all pretty slick. Uh, I like Sporting Kansas City's new kit. I don't like the price tag that's associated with it, $150. Uh when do we start charging $150 for jerseys? Yeah. I mean, yeah, we can get into the whole price fiasco. That's his, that's his own separate issue, I think. It's not good when I remember buying an authentic jersey just a few years ago for 120 and now they're as much as, like, 190 I think Portland was charging 190 for their, like, uh, player-customized yeah. jerseys, which is just – Almost double at this point from just a few years ago. And, and I mean, I'm not quite sure what the rationale is. I've heard from, you know, inside sources that it's just price gouging at this point. I mean, the cost to manufacture these are not nearly. They're the, not going up. Yeah. yeah. 
uh, it's pennies on the dollar of an increase from when the when they were cheaper. And I mean, even then, one hundred twenty dollars seems sort of ridiculous for what's functionally a T-shirt. But yeah, it's it the 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 price isn't good, and definitely when other clubs like I know Man City and both Madrid have now have like cheaper jerseys for player authentic authentic quality jerseys and do like more to keep their fans interested. But mm-hmm. yeah. And does $150 doesn't get you the name on the jersey? No, that's just a <laughs> blank jersey. Yeah, blank jersey. I think it's more to get it Yeah, I think, I think it's probably or, like $30. Or no, joke. Yeah. yeah, it depends on what player. Yeah. yeah. I will uh, say one of my favorite jerseys I saw was the Portland Timbers, the one that is $200 with the pine trees on the side of it. I thought that was really cool, and especially it's neat coming from Portland Did myself. you say $200? I think it's around $200. Yeah. yeah, there's a slight variance between teams, but yeah. It's like almost two hundred dollars without no names on it. Anyway. PlayStation Five jersey. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I thought the Portland was okay. I'm not. I sort of grouped all of Miami, Philly, and Portland together because they're the center line logos that I'm just not crazy about. I do like. I do like the sort of theme that Portland has for the use of trees and and stuff like that on their jersey. But yeah, I'm not crazy about these center line jerseys with the logo and the sponsor. Um, just something about it. I don't know. That's just my take on. I sort of grouped those three, those three teams together, and yeah, I could. They could redo them, and I wouldn't be mad. One of the things I talked to Mike about was the uh, kind of leaks and information about the uh, KC Sporting third jersey, kind of doing like a retro jersey with the Wizards logo on it. And I hope that is true, and I really look forward to getting that one if it is. Yeah, I is would... it true, Jackson? I don't know. Only time will tell. Well, and what's kind of infuriating there is, I mean, one, only a few teams are getting a third kit this year and seemingly at random besides Miami, who they know will sell like a shit ton of jerseys. But yeah, there is also like no timetable for when they will announce their third jersey. So it's like, this is also like the frustrating part of MLS with two weeks away from the season start and not every team has announced their jerseys. Like, if they want us to buy these and wear these to matches, you can't. Like, I can't. It... We have a budget, yeah. y'all. Well, yeah. well, not only that, but, like, a lot of people would, like, get their jerseys shipped and, like, choose online options. And, like, you won't get your jersey in time for, like, the season start, which is, just seems absolutely ridiculous. And, that like, this also seems, if it were a timing issue, they should do this before Christmas so they could get, like, more sales for, like, Christmas presents and stuff like that where people are, like, actively spending a lot of money rather than in, like, January and February, which is, like, typically when retail sales are down a little bit. So I'm not sure, like, what their thought is behind releasing them so late before the season starts, but I think that's something the MLS should probably address. I am excited that the Argyle is back for sporting, though. Diamonds are forever. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of Dang. cheesy names. I know. Like, yeah, I don't need you to name the jersey. Just tell me what year it was, and we'll call it good there. But, um, yeah, Mike, did you have any favorites or ones that stood out to you uh, that you've seen you so far? You won't like it, but the St. Louis yellow kit, I think, looks pretty slick. Oh, I didn't even see any leaks about St. Louis. Yeah, was it on MLS, MLS's Twitter page, or... And they announced it. I, d- I, d- I think it's new because I never remember them playing in yellow. I remember them playing in white and pink. And they now have a yellow one you can get at the MLS store. Mm-hmm. The thing that is funny about St. Louis's kit is the sponsor is the dog food company. That's just amazing. Yeah, yeah. 
And it's not even a good dog food company either, so from what I hear. <laughs> I wouldn't feed my pet. Well, I don't have a pet, but if I did, I wouldn't feed a Purina. I go farmer's dog. Yeah. Um, yeah, I haven't seen anything official from St. Louis out yet. I, I have seen some rumors um, from Columbus. They have a yellow kit this year that's like a Charlie Brown design. I think it's honestly pretty awesome. I saw a lot of people hating on it, calling it like cartoonish, but I'm like, I don't know, man. That's sort of like the fun, right? Dude, Charlie Brown is great. Yeah. I mean, American uh, classic. Come yeah, on. it's an icon. I it, did like uh, New England's kit. Oh, yeah, I totally agree there. The red sleeves and the blue and like, the stripes in the front. Yeah. Yeah, New England was one of my was one of my top favorites in the releases this year. I thought that one was really good. Um, you know, another cheesy name, like saying this is somehow related to the Boston Tea Party. It's like, come on, what are we doing? It's just dots on a jersey. Yeah, James, so Jackson kind of likes New England Revolution. Like, it's I don't kind of, mean, I mean, I did, yeah, I think they're do, a good team. Yeah. yeah, I think they got good players. Um, not sure what – there was, like, never any clarification with what happened with the coaching situation. Still would like to know what happened there. Which is really weird, but yeah. That's a whole other conversation about MLS secrecy. Like, can we get some transparency from this organization, please? Yeah. Or any organization, really. True. But yeah. No, I th- yeah, I like New England. I like their jerseys this year, so excited to see what they got going on. Um, and he likes Kai Kamara, too. There hasn't been really any this year that I've been like, oh, my God, this is ugly or anything like that. They've oh. all been pretty good looking. I, I do have two that I noted as pretty bad. Uh, first one is Toronto. It just looks like a warm-up kit. It's just like white, with like a, like. A red crest, just like I don't know. Get do something else. Yeah, you know. Come on. You spent like, I assume like a year designing this, like, and this is what you ended up with. I thought it was pretty bad. And then also, I thought Utah's was really bad. Um, Salt Lake. Yeah, Salt Lake. Sorry, uh, Salt Lake City. I thought was absolutely just too much going on i saw a lot of people loved it they included like the mountains and the stripes but like it's just too much for me there's red there's blue there's yellow it's just like a mess of stuff fine for your attention see i like that one i will say looking at the uh montreal and toronto jerseys they are essentially the same just with blue and a blue stripe on the montreal yeah yeah i don't know it does enough for me i, I would put it as like an average i don't hate it i don't love it but yeah they're doing they're doing their thing. I, I did enjoy I mean I, I think I like a lot of these are like good, not great. Which is so which is where I wouldn't put like sportings too. I don't love it. I, I was never like a huge fan of the Argyle. I get it's like a classic sporting KC design, but not exactly my thing. And then I thought like teams like LAFC, Red Bull, DC United, where it's like good. It incorporates their team colors and what we expect. It's not flashy or anything, but I mean you think LAFC, you expect black and gold and that's what you got. You see Red Bull, you think red. You see DC United, you think black and red. And we got those things, which is good. We don't. I will say Seattle's is a very bright green. Oh, and I'm not I sure. like that one. Yeah, I think that's my absolute favorite. I think Seattle crushed it with this. And they have uh, light blue shorts to go with it. They have a whale on it. They, I don't know why, but there's a whale on the jersey. It's pretty sick. Cool. Yeah. Can we get a whale on our jersey? Yeah, I know. How awesome would that be? $150. We want a whale. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It sucks that Seattle is, you know, Seattle and I fucking hate them. But good jersey. Terrible team. I hate you. So get it off your chest, Jackson. Yeah. Not a fan of Seattle. And, you know, no, no, I, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I have a lot to 
I have a lot of thoughts on Seattle, but you know, we can we can move on and keep and keep going past that. Sounds good. Yeah. So uh other things going on in the MLS, there's been a few signings. MLS or sorry, not MLS. Uh Miami signed another young Argentinian to play in the league. Obviously the pull of Lionel Messi is like sort of bringing him in. And there's been some talks behind the scenes from MLS that executives are wondering there's no way Miami is going to get away with this of signing this many players above like their tame and gam rules, which is, you know, sort of what we always thought, but I'd like to pose it to you of what the league ought to do or like how other teams should handle the situation from like Miami, just blatantly abusing salary cap rules. It's not going to be very fun when they destroy everybody and because they have the best players, because they have this seemingly blank check that they're using to sign Luis Suarez, Lionel Messi, Busquets. Who else do they have? Uh, these new Argentinian players. Wasn't there another big name signing they got? Yeah, I think I saw actually who it was, though. Yeah. Anyway, it seems to be a little shady how this money comes about. I'm sure it's related to David Beckham. And all the money that he has, essentially they can do whatever they want, right? Yep. I mean, that's what it seems like. Yeah. Um, there ha- There's going to have to be some recourse, and there seems to be rumors that they are going to have to trade some of their players. And mm-hmm. I'm not sure what the solution is going to be from the MLS, but it seems right now at the moment that they would have to get rid of some of their players, people – like uh, DeAndre Yedlin or someone like that. or I mean, it seems like they've – the rumors are that they'd be trading their defensive players, which is hilarious because, like, who's going to play defense at some point? I mean, that's the challenge, though, especially with trying to deal with this problem. I mean, there's no really good way to enforce it. I mean, you're going to have people upset all over the place. Yeah. I guess, uh, like, a, like a, a more posed question would be, like, would you prefer the MLS sort of just enforce their rules now with some sort of uh, punishment or adjust the rules to allow other teams to spend more money freely, like, throughout this coming year? I would like to buy more players. <laughs> but you know what? The thing about us is we have the ability to sign another player. We have an available DP spot, and we're not using it. So that's a strange thing. But I think to answer your question, to – do whatever you want kind of seems like the way it should be. I mean, I know we're kind of like complaining about it, but if you have the resources and you can support the team, why shouldn't – and you've built something great, I don't know. Maybe you should be able to do that. I mean, otherwise you have like the NFL rules where you're like completely leveling the playing field every season. I mean, I think that's how it should be. I think you should level the playing field every season to make Mm -hmm. it fair. I mean, having that many players like that is is unfair. I mean, it makes it kind of hard to watch at a point. Yeah, but Man City does it. I don't find them hard to watch. <laughs> They're amazing to watch, but their players are all. But James, do you good. like watching Man City? Or yeah, no, uh, <laughs> you don't. We, we don't like talking about that. Yeah, actually, he, we are playing. He, he struggles yeah. watching good teams play soccer. That's why he's a Chelsea Shut fan. Dude, Chelsea has all the money too. I mean, how? I mean, yeah, they spend a lot of money. They're they bad spend at it. A lot of money. Yeah, right. But they are not. I think we're actually playing Man City this Saturday, so that'll be a fun one to watch. Eskia's here. He's nodding his head. Yes, we have a special <laughs> guest who is uh, not on the mics, but he says hi. He sends his his regards. Yeah. Love Eskia. Can't wait for Chelsea to lose that one. He's Eskia's <laughs> our fact checker. He's like nodding. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Send it to Eskia to check what we're saying. Um, 
it'd be a lot. Don't do that. Yeah, yeah, we don't need to jump into everything we're saying. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it, and within the MLS, I mean, it's not just Inter Miami signing people. It's frustrating. Uh, I saw Orlando City signed a Colombian international striker today uh, from Atlanta, and the continued, and then Kellen Acosta, who we were rumored to Sporting Kansas City was rumored to like have negotiations with. He ended up signing with Chicago, so it's just like okay, all these players are not signing with us. Well, I, you know, we we're never like rumored to sign this uh, Colombian international player, but other people are using their DP spots. We are not, and we're and then we ended up trading our two international spots. Yeah, for whatever reason. Yeah, so it's like we can't sign international players. Then Kellen Acosta signs with Chicago. That's done. What is our yeah? What is our front office doing? I think our front office is flat broke at this point. I don't don't we? I don't think we know what we're doing. I don't think we do. I want to bring up the point that even though you can get an amazing team, like money-wise, like you can buy whoever you want, that doesn't necessarily make you good. But if you don't have those skills and you don't have the money and you're not getting the players, you're definitely not going to be good. I I don't know. I think that we have the same team as we did last year, don't you? I Yeah, I mean, I think we literally have the same team we do last year, minus um, our aging people, Roger Zussi. Yeah, we lost. Sorry, uh, Graham Zussi, Roger Espinosa, and then – Our um, midfielder. Yeah, the uh, Israeli midfielder who I can't remember his name right now. Uh, it's not Nadembe. Nadembe has an issue. No, Kinda. Yeah, Akinda. literally one of our DPs left. And I we... was really. I told Mike this earlier this year, or early last year, that he's increasingly becoming one of my favorite players, and then he up and left. So I will forever hold on to that grudge against him. But I wonder if there's. I don't know. There's something to players blending in with a team and the culture that they have there i don't know what it is but Gotti kendo i think they had a good relationship that specifically but it is strange that we let some of these players go and then they have this wild success at other clubs that's it's, happened multiple times it seemed like there was some tension between Gotti kendo peter vermese and the israeli national team when uh Gotti kendo was hurt and the Israeli national team still wanted him to travel with them. And Peter Vermees was like, yo, we don't want you to do this. We He's hurt. And they're like, oh, we don't really believe you. And then he, like, never played or did anything. But he still had to travel with the national team, I think. Since then, like, the relations between Peter Vermees and Gadi Kinda were kind of, like, more tense. And, I, it, and, like, that shouldn't influence the type of decisions he's making as a director. But, I mean, they do. It does. Every th- decision they make, you make – towards a player affects how that player, you know, yeah. everything has a repercussion. I mean, from a me standpoint, he's just trying to protect Kinda. Um, and I think, I think that's like, understandable as a whole. I don't see why Israeli got so upset about that. But, I mean, it would have been nice to have him on the team this year, especially after we lost Zuzi and Espinoza. Yeah, and you're a player, though, and you're, like, get asked to play for your home country. You're, like, be involved with it, and, like, someone, like, tells you you can't. I know it's like you're trying to protect the team, but I just feel like that that's something that – would affect him, like his relationship, how much he likes it. He's just like, wow, this is like a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, and you know, I can't travel, I can't. Mm-hmm. So there's, I mean, I, I did see what you're saying, James, absolutely. And I think I, from Peter's perspective, he's definitely making the right call for the for sporting Kansas City, I would say, like trying to keep him around or, or not letting him travel. Yep. But, you know, he, there's more facts, I'm sure, that he knows what the, those are, and he's taking them into consideration. Well, yeah. Uh, I mean, getting back to the original point, though, I just would like to see Sporting Kansas City be active in the transfer window when teams are 
trying to get better and trying to make those adjustments, it seems like we're just standing still and doing nothing. Well, yeah, can we, just... we be in the headlines, please? Like Sporting KC, we're in the headlines when we have fake headlines. Yeah. yeah. You... I don't want to say that. Never mind. <laughs> Next episode. <laughs> yeah. Didn't we just like sign a new goalkeeper, though, too, from uh, – I forget his last name. Yeah, but... but I think that was like from the MLS draft. 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 So it's like, I don't know. Do those people ever work out? Over the past few years, let's hope is. so. Yeah, because I mean, historically, they I have. I think Melia but... is gonna, yeah, I think, he's well, gonna I think... be healthy, he'll be good. Oh, he's getting kind of old too. I think he's 38 years old. Yeah, I think he's gonna be done after this year or next. You know, who I, I'm excited uh, to see play is the French goalkeeper, uh, Olivier. No, not Giroud. Uh, <laughs> I cannot think of his name right now. Uh, uh <laughs> Griezmann, I don't, not a goalkeeper, but you know, he's rumored to come to SKC. We've been spreading that rumor a lot, Hugo Lloris. Is he? He's, he's, yeah, he's in the MLS now. He's playing for LAFC. Damn, did I they, miss that? They drafted him. That's nuts. What's he doing over here? wonder how much money he's getting paid. <laughs> so see, much. see if we can find that real quick. Talking a uh, World Cup winner. Speaking of. And, no, he he's a winner and then a uh, runner-up. He got a second pl- second place, too, but not that anyone cares who took second in the World Cup. But Honestly, I think Sporting needs to throw their hat out there for Mbappe, get him over here, you know. It can make the news, and then we'll all be like, yay. But then if he doesn't actually come, it's just like a waste of everybody's time. The person writing the press release, us reading the press release. Yeah. I spent more time reading about Ronaldo and Sporting Kansas City. It's just a, Twitter is a place to waste a lot of your time, everyone. Yeah. Um. So I think we could probably jump into uh, – I'll have two sort of more segments, and then we'll wrap this up. First one, uh, yesterday was obviously Valentine's Day, if y'all didn't know. Um, So we can take a moment to sort of shout out a moment in soccer history that made you fall in love with the game. And I'll give you a second to reflect on that. And while we think about that, once we get done here, we can sort of preview the Chelsea Man City game because I think that would be fun to talk about. I mean, we know what the result's going to be, but we can talk about it anyway. Chelsea absolutely dominated Man City. <laughs> yeah. Um, so for our Valentine's Day special segment, what is a moment in soccer history that made you fall in love with the sport? If anyone has anything off the top of their head. Uh, I, I know a play that I remember um, seeing the highlights growing up as a kid, but I rewatched it during this Netflix documentary. I think it was Beckham, but it's a Netflix documentary on David Beckham. Anyway... He is at Wimble at Wembley and manages to kick the ball from behind the midway line into the goal. He's absolutely smashed it. No one had done it before, and nobody even knew what to think. It was just like, did he just score from half field? And since then, uh, I think Harry Kane did it a couple months ago. Other players have done it, but to to line up a shot and smash the ball from half field, that was pretty cool. Beautiful, just amazing. Mm-hmm. I think I think my moment I fell in love with it was uh, when playing Pee Wee soccer, and I think it was me scoring my first goal was what really made me love it, and the, the energy I felt from that. Oh man, I gotta go again. We're gonna talk about our own. <laughs> Mike's like, oh, I remember so many of my own goals. <laughs> I do have one, one specific, but this this yeah, can I share it? Yeah, Are go ahead. Okay, so adult Johnson County Men's Soccer League. <laughs> Over 30, it's one-to-one. I think the games are 80 minutes, so like 70 minutes. Like we're late in the game. Everyone's tired. 
get a free kick. And uh, I've hit him before, but this one, at that late of the game, just absolutely smashed it in the corner. And it was a game winner, you know, from, from a direct kick. And I don't care what league or what level, you do that and you're just like, I got this. You know, it makes you feel pretty awesome. I'm so. about to go pro, you know. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Give me a, give me an MLS contract right exactly. now. Sign me up. Exactly. I won't mention who the goalie was. No, the goalie was good too. So it was, <laughs> it was a nice one. Man, I, I rode that way for a couple weeks. So it, Not on camera, but ask my teammates. They'll tell you. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, one of the first moments that – I mean, this is a more recent moment that make that really like – I would – you know, maybe say the word fall in love with soccer again, but like specifically within MLS play. Um, and I feel like I've brought this up before, but that first game Wayne Rooney comes to DC United and like tracks the ball back, wins a tackle, and then sends it up for an assist, probably like half, probably like, like half length of the field was just an absolutely insane moment of like watching that live and seeing that unfold and like, okay. This is pretty dope. Is that Wayne Rooney? Yeah, yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah, like Wayne Rooney is one of his yes. first few games at at DC United, and seeing like excitement like that come to the MLS, and I mean it's happened a few times with you know other people like Zlatan in his first game, or people or Zlatan or how do you say it? It's, you know, don't don't at me, but um, or people like David Beckham when he originally came, and I mean I wasn't that crazy about soccer. Uh, at that point in my life. So like uh, people like David Beckham or Landon Donovan coming back, wasn't that big of a draw for me at the time, but seeing people like Wayne Rooney come over when he did was like really cool. And bringing that hype of like top tier talent to the United States was always fun to see. Yeah. And I would say also the Americans um, big memory was watching them go to the final four uh, in the world cup when they did that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Just Landon Donovan, famous goal. I think it was against Algeria, something like that. You can look it up. Pretty awesome. <laughs> Great calls. Got the European yeah. announcement. Am I right? Askia says yes. Yep. Awesome. All right. Fact checked. Fact checked. Sometimes Dude. we do say stuff that's right. Dude, we've got to get Askia over here more often. I'm feeling <laughs> he's definitely adding some. Something. All right, yeah. Um, so Okay, so jumping back to this, allegedly uh, Hugo Lloris is only making $1.5 This can't be right. Um, this is on Transfer Market. There's no way. This no, is he has to make those yeah. like twenty to thirty. Yeah, or his like his that. previous contract was twenty a year at Tottenham, and you, there's no way he's down to one point five in LA. But it's, can't even what buy are they reporting? House. Like they they who knows what they're actually saying? It doesn't true. make any sense. Yeah. Um, so no way that's true. I don't believe this. Um, we need a fact checker. At there was someone market. on Twitter who was saying that they didn't like that move and they should like keep their old keeper or whatever who no one even knows who this person is but they're like ah we should spend that money on something else i'm like dude it's hugo Lloris, man granted i couldn't remember his name but the guy did win a <laughs> yeah. world cup yeah and has a second place he played in two finals so pretty he's good. got some experience two more than i yeah. So you never made the World Cup final, did you, Jackson? No, no. Just, I mean, it's I, always been a dream. But I'm never. personally playing in 2026. You'll all, all see me there. Damn, nice. Uh, uh, winning at MetLife Stadium, you know. James was discovered on the Two Halves podcast. <laughs> yeah, it all started when he shared his goal scoring. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you got a video of that? Should we send it to Greg or what's going on there? I uh, I, I may have a video of it somewhere deep. Deep in the corners of my parents' basement somewhere. It's like on the goals where they had the big pads on the, <laughs> the, the posts. Dude, those were awesome. You could, like, run into those <laughs> as a kid. Man, I would do that. All right. So I think we'll talk about uh, one last thing before we sort of wrap this 
this up. Uh, Man City Chelsea this weekend. Yes, Chelsea is going to win sixty-eight to zero. Man City is home. We'll hold you to that. Man City is the home team this weekend. What are our initial thoughts? I think Man City's got them. Hard to bet against Man City. Uh, I'm going to reluctantly bet for Chelsea to win. As I, sit here, in my, as I sit here in my Chelsea jersey, you know. Dude, they got De Bruyne back, though, and he's yeah. just he's, a he's scoring goals. Well, let's hope Enzo Fernandez can do what he did during the Ashton Villa game, and let's hope he can keep that up. That was a nice goal. I did watch that. We watched that live on the podcast yeah, last time. We gotta keep doing that. Uh, speaking yeah. of which, if anyone knows how to personally pay off the refs from over here in the United States for an EPL <laughs> game, please hit me up. Yeah, because I, I desperately need to know. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, any predictions on goal scores, goal sc- score line, anything like that? Honestly, yeah. a realistic uh, score for me for end game would be two one, uh, Man City. I can see that happen. I can see us scoring at least one goal. I'm going to say 2-0 Man City, and goal scorer will go Erling Holland because he hasn't scored in a while. Oh, yeah, he really hasn't. Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna kick it up a notch. I'm going to say 4-0 Man City. I think they're going to really bring some heat. You guys have no faith in Chelsea at all. <laughs> oh, no, why would why would anyone have faith in Chelsea? I mean, I mean the That's... last two games we have played and we have scored at least three points, so. Is that – can we fact-check that? Yeah, it's fact-check. There's Ashton Villa and Chil- Crystal Palace. Oh, well. We beat and both one of was an, Okay, one was an FA Cup, so let's, you know. Jackson, he is wearing a Chelsea kit right now. Yeah. Well, you know. And then, and then the game before that – the two games before that, they both gave up four to Liverpool and four to the Wolves. You know who else is scoring goals? It's Phil Foden. He had a hat-trick yeah. uh, a couple games ago. Yeah. Let's just hope Chelsea wins. You know what? We'll, we'll talk about it next week on the podcast. I'm sure. Eskia, what do you think? What's the score? Final. I'm going uh, two-one Chelsea. All right, he's saying two-one Chelsea. That's okay. a bold move. Okay. Um, yeah, let's hope, let's hope <laughs> they show up. I'm gonna probably yeah. won't. Last time they did four-four. I'm gonna take a rare Kevin De Bruyne goal. Okay. No, he's looking good. He is. He's, he's back. He's hungry. They won their Champions League game yeah, pretty easily. Copenhagen was not an easy, not easy competition. Well, all right, that's, they made it uh, look easy. Yeah, so we'll sort of look forward to the Man City Chelsea. But other, outside of that, we'll sort of wrap this up and talk about what else we got going on in our, in our soccer lives right now. Mike, do you got any updates on the league front? Yeah, league update. Man, March Saturdays and Sundays are going to be very fun. Nice fields, good fam, good players, good referees, billing teams. Boy, we don't even have that many slots left. So if you really want to play in this league, you need to get on the ball and reach out to us, and we'll help you get a squad together. There's a lot of free agents we can fill your squad up with, but we really need captain, someone who's willing to lead the team and really take responsibility. Um, that That's what makes a good league, and that's what we've uh, tried to focus on. So we're really close to having all of the teams filled up, and it's excited to get everything started and the weather to warm up and – Really going to be a nice nice time at Saturday, Sunday, Pembroke K- Soccer KC League. I, I will say I started last June playing there, and now I'm playing in the World Cup. So, you know what? It, it, it works out. <laughs> if it can happen for James, yeah. it can happen for you. Yeah, it really launches people's careers. It's a hot spot, a hotbed of scouts coming to games. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I heard there was a few um, La Liga scouts there last week. So, you know, play well enough. Yeah, Who knows? Currently like, hoping to get – uh, signed by Chelsea, but we'll see. 
Maybe then Chelsea will start winning if I start playing for them. I mean, they have enough money. They can, you know, throw a couple bucks your way. Yeah, hopefully. Just a, just a few. You, you can know. help fund the podcast that way too, James. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, other than that, just, Mike, do you got anything going on soccer-wise? Or? Uh, I'm not playing besides doing pickup games, uh, getting ready for the league, and working. So I'm nice. always busy. But still reach out to me if you want to be a part of this Soccer KC Pembroke Saturday Sunday League. Yep. James, what do you got going on soccer wise? Uh, besides my eight-hour workout routine for Chelsea FC, you know, and and the 2026 World Cup, uh, not much really. I haven't been playing much all that recently, but I hope to start up in March again when we start playing again. But yeah, yep. Hopefully, my knee will be better by then. You're also on current backup goalkeeping duty, I believe. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> I still yeah. have your goalie gloves too, Jackson. I'll get those back to you sometime. Oh, those are just a you know extra pair that I have around. I don't. Okay, even, good, good. They're not even my backup pair, but um, yeah, I haven't really played soccer in a while. Uh, probably since Mike Mike's pickup. Um, I, Blue Springs or whatever. Yeah, the hell that still was. not crazy about indoor soccer. So I have started signing up it, for spring leagues. I had so much fun playing with you, dude. Our team was yeah. so dominant. Yeah, we, we were crushing it. We we're crushing and it. And then you just gave it away. You uh, yeah. It. Well, what are you gonna do? Ski, um, were you out there at that? Were you out there? That indoor, it was like that. Uh, it was like out in Blue Springs or Rayfield or oh, no. Lee Summit. Okay, yeah. I was thinking you might have been yeah. out there. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. Yeah, but yeah, good. start playing again once it warms up and people want to play outside. So, dude, the sun. You can't beat the sun. I know. It's just hot nice. take. You know, sun. Sun is good. <laughs> <The> literal <laughs> hot take. <laughs> All right, I think that might be a good ending spot on a shitty pun. So, um, yeah, we'll be back here next week. We'll have a proper preview pod for the MLS season. Talk about. Get some takes out there, who we think is going to be good, who we think is not going to be good. And, yeah, maybe some uh, MVP talk as well. And then Chelsea talk as well. Too. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. sure. Yeah. Chelsea we'll squeeze Chelsea in yeah, there. We'll, we'll review the Chelsea match. And, yeah. After Chelsea yeah. absolutely dominates them. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everyone. We'll uh, be back next week. Yep. See ya. Yeah.